Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
So far now Floating by the planets And right past all the stars now I wanna go the greatest distance But I can only do it With Hashem's assistance My Danny I know that he is with me Yeah, I know He believes in me Secondly, he believes in me Ultimately, yeah, he's always with me Secondly Feel the strength in me, who timidity, he'll never give up on me. Zekili, he believes in me, who timidity, yeah, he's always with me. Zekili, I feel the strength in me, who timidity, he'll never give up on me. Sometimes 
J.M. in the A.M. Beat Dachon with Avinu Malkeinu. You heard Tinat Nafshi. That was from Avrami Flam and Company, a.k.a. Pella and Dror Yikra. Anima Amin from David Kalish. Yosef Karduner had Aleinu, Zeke Lee, and Habotchim, brand new from Ari Goldwag. Mayor Sherman, that's our Monday morning theme song. Masecha Hashem, and of course, Regesh. Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday. <laughs> Who on earth is that happy about a Monday? <laughs> Maybe I am because I'm back here at JM in the AM. Maybe I'm one of the only people who's really, really happy about a Monday. Uh, welcome to a Monday on this April 19th, day seven in the month of ER, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Our big Lock Bomer event is the 18th of ER. So we're 11 days away, 11 days away. From a massive, and I mean massive, Lagba Omer celebration. Like five-hour massive. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about it later. So much happening. I got to get Avram Rosenblum on the air. We got to talk about the event. Got to get him on. Anyway. By the way, uh, I want to thank, oh, you know what? Let me thank everybody when I have the proper link to give to give um, out on the air. Um, I'll explain later on. Anyway, it's the first day of Bahab. If you're not familiar with that, consult with your local rabbi. Bahab starts today. So for some, a fast day and a day of slichos. Today is day number 22 in the counting of the Omer. That's three weeks and one day, which means we're four weeks away from Shavuos, right? Yeah, four weeks from today is Shavuos. Uh, four weeks from today is Shavuos. Three weeks from today is Yom Yerushalayim. Let me see if I have this straight. One, two, yeah. Three weeks from today, Yom Yerushalayim. Four weeks from today is Shavuos. <clears throat> and we're less than two weeks away from our massive Lagba Omer celebration. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait for Lagba Omer celebration. I cannot wait. And I want to thank everybody who's been sponsoring the event uh, there are, I mean, we'll, we'll obviously during the week of the event, we'll be thanking our sponsors constantly. Uh, in addition to Mizrahi, uh, who are presenting the event and, uh, our friends at Yatar who are sponsoring the event. And of course, to our chairman, Steve Adelsberg and to our New Jersey chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum. Plus we have other sponsors as well that we're going to be thanking. It's turning out to be a really, really amazing Lagba Omer. And you'll be able to, Oh, someone asked me the other day. I got to find this out. I gotta ask Yoni. Uh, we announced that we're gonna be able to that you'll be able to watch it on Facebook. We announced we'll be able to watch it on Instagram and obviously on our website, nahomsegal.com. People asked about our YouTube channel. I gotta ask ZK. Because I don't know if the feed that goes to our website is gonna go through YouTube or through um, Vimeo. Gotta find that out. I have a feeling it'll be, it'll be Vimeo. Because on YouTube they uh, they give you trouble with, you know, live music and all that. I'll have to ask him about that. Yeah, a lot of questions. A lot of things to think about before this big event on the 30th of April. Anyway, if you want to sponsor it and be there, remember it's happening in Rahway, New Jersey. 
at the Art Scroll Studios. If you want to be there, it's a $500 sponsorship. You can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and take care of it that way if you wish. Uh, Hadassah Lieberman tomorrow on JM in the AM. She has a brand new book called Hadassah. Hadassah Lieberman joins us tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, Hadassah Lieberman joins us tomorrow, 8 a.m. The brand new book is called Hadassah, an American Story. And we get to speak to her um, tomorrow right here at uh, JM in the AM. Last time we saw her was at that Pesach program we were at a couple of years back. And... um, and we had an opportunity to talk. Of, I'm trying to think what the big issue of the day was then. There was something going on in a, here in the U.S. that became the focus of that whole um, Q&A, I remember. I don't know why I don't remember what it was. Anyway, there's a lot going on in this country right now. We'll get her impressions about that and, of course, talk about the brand-new book tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Should be very, very interesting. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Big thank you to Avrami and to Matis for the amazing weekend programming that we feature here at the Nahum Single Network. Pretty amazing what goes on here even during quote-unquote downtime. Not that there is such a thing as downtime, frankly. Um, seems all we have here is uptime <laughs> at, at NSN which I'm very happy about and proud of, frankly. Monday morning, JM in the AM. Our Sphera format continues until we get to Logba Omer and the big celebration right here at JM in the AM. He was a 40-year-old man Akiva was his name No scholar, he no saint A shepherd by his trade But one day he went down to the riverside He saw crevice stones from the water's tide And he felt the strength he had inside He knew then that it's not too late To reach the sky So he left his wife and went To study by the wise And they watched his knowledge grow And the brilliance in his eyes For twelve long years he learned the law And his mind grew strong, his spirit soared When he came home as he stood by the door He heard his wife say, I'd gladly give a dozen From far and wide they came to him, the people of his nation, for he had become the leader of his generation. But the Romans came with an iron hand, 
the study of Torah, it was banned. Yet of his people he did demand, don't leave the waters of your faith, you'll be like a fish on land. So they tortured him with combs of steel, payment for his crime. But through his pain, he taught us all a legend for all time. With his students by his side, his eyes were closed, his head held high. Without a sound, without a cry, Hashem Echad was on his lips. That's how he of truth but the long white robes and the chanting in the streets it left you cold your soul still had to see what you're looking for is right there at your door believe me when I tell you friend you couldn't ask for more what your heart has known is that there is no like home so come on back oh you'll never be alone and when the others came so gently as peaceful as a dove they stirred something inside of you they only spoke of love but your mind cried out what of history the hatred to my race And you knew then you still had not found your place What you're looking for is right there at your door Believe me when I tell you, friend, you couldn't ask for more What your heart has known is that there is no place like home So come on back, oh, you'll never Despairing and confused, it traveled far and wide. But you passed through one small country where you started feeling pride. So you found a place to study, 
what you thought was ancient law And you wished you'd learned about it all before Shalom, 
Yerushalayim, J.M. and the A.M., it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to remind everybody that our friends at Yatar are raising money for an ATV vehicle, which is used as everything is at Yatar, to defend the state of Israel and the people of Israel on the borders of Israel. And... Um, if you go to charity.com, and by the way, I was thrilled to see how this campaign did over the weekend. My gosh, people are really giving. People walked over to me in Shul on Shabbos and told me that they were giving to the campaign. Um, and Yatar, by the way, is sponsoring charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Uh, Yatar is sponsoring our event coming up on the uh, 30th, our Lagbomer celebration. Um, anyway, they have an $85,000 goal. They've already raised 68955 The next uh, donation will get them over uh, over um, uh, $69,000 on the way to an $85,000 goal. So they are doing really well. Call like a vote to everybody who's helping out. Go to charity.com slash Yatar Israel, Y-A-T-A-R, charity.com slash Yatar 
Israel. We'll talk more about it as we get closer to uh, our event. I think, in fact, they're on this week. I think uh, yeah, Tyra Representative is going to join us, I think, Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, Monday morning, JM in the AM, day 22 in the counting of the Omer, day 22. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We have our news from Israel coming up. A reminder, an evening of inspiration and memory of Rabbi Schoenfeld has been put together by our friends at the Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehab Center in Queens. In fact, we're going to talk more about this event as well this week. Uh, Rabbi Noah Isaac Elbaum, Rabbi Eitan Feiner, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Chaim Schwartz will all be presenting. Rabbi Zalvel Perlman, who's the coordinator of Jewish Affairs at Margaret Teets, will moderate the event. It will all be streamed on margaretteets.org, and it happens on April the 27th, beginning at 7 p.m. in memory of Rabbi Schoenfeld. An evening of inspiration. Save the date. Uh, information, margaretteets.org. margaretteets.org for information. Monday morning, Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov, J of the AM. גליצל מירושלים השעה השתיים שלום רב והאולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הפלונטר הפוליטי בעוד כשעתיים צפויה להתכנס מליאת הכנסת על מנת להכריע את הרכב הוועדה המסדרת. בימינה טרם החליטו האם לתמוך בהצעה של גוש נתניהו או בהצעה של מתנגדיו. ראש הממשלה ויושב ראש ימינה בנט ייפגשו בעוד זמן קצר בלשכת ראש הממשלה בירושלים. בתוך כך צפויות להתקיים בכנסת ההצהרות של ראשי המפלגות בפתח ישיבת העשייה שלהם, שם הם אמורים להתייחס למשבר. במקביל בש"ס הגישו הצעת חוק לבחירה ישירה לראשות הממשלה. מדווח כתבנו יובל שגב. על פי ההצעה, הבחירה הישירה תיערך באופן חד פעמי והבוחרים יצאו להצביע רק עבור ראש הממשלה. המועמד המנצח יידרש ל-40 אחוזי תמיכה לפחות, וכדי להתמודד יידרשו 20 חברי כנסת ממליצים. עם זאת, הערכות במערכת הפוליטית גורסות שלא תהיה תמיכה רחבה מספיק להעברת ההצעה בהמשך, וכי מדובר בעיקר בניסיון של ראש הממשלה נתניהו לשפר את עמדתו. מחאת נכי צה"ל, עידי קליימן, יושב ראש ארגון נכי צה"ל, שנפגש אתמול עם ראש הממשלה נתניהו, אומר אצל אמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל, צריך כבר היום להחליט על שינוי ההתנהלות מול הפצועים ולחתוך בבירוקרטיה. מאז שנכנסתי לתפקיד לפני שנה וחצי, ערכתי קרוב ל-70 פגישות עם נבחרי ציבור. הקשב היה, לצערי הרב, לא ברמה הנדרשת. מה שהתרענו עליו שנים קרה, חוששים מהמקרה השני והשלישי. ואני מקווה מאוד שבמשרד הביטחון מבינים את העניין הזה וירוצו איתנו קדימה להחליט לחתוך בבירוקרטיה, להחליט לשנות דפוסי התנהלות מול הפצועים, זה משהו שאפשר לעשות ולהתחיל אותו כבר מהיום. המאבק באלימות בחברה הערבית בתום חקירה סמויה שהתנהלה בחודשים האחרונים פשטו כוחות הביטחון על בתיהם של עשרות חשודים בסחר באמצעי לחימה מערי השרון והמשולש ועצרו אותם. כתובתנו עדה שטייף מוסרת שבמסגרת החקירה גובשה תשתית ראייתית כנגד 40 חשודים בעבירות סחר ושימוש באמצעי לחימה לרבות רובי סער, אקדחים, רימונים ותחמושת. במקביל, בעקבות המשך מקרה הירי בלוד בימים האחרונים, ראש העירייה יאיר רביבו אמר אצל יעל דן, אם הממשלה לא תטפל בבעיה, נשבית את העיר. אני נתתי לממשלה 30 יום להתאפס על עצמה. אז אנחנו נסגור את העיר, נעשה מהומות, עד שהמדינה תתעורר ותבין שעד שתיים בלילה יש זיקוקים ונפצים וירי, והילדים שאנחנו יכולים ללכת ברחוב כי הם חוששים על חייהם, זה דבר שהוא בלתי נסבל. 
פועל בניין בן 19 נהרג מפגיעת משאית. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שצוות מד"א שהגיע למקום נאלץ לקבוע את מותו לאחר פעולות החייאה. מעקב גלי צה"ל, שבעה הרוגים וכמעט תשע מאות פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף. מדווחת כתבתנו יעל חיימסון. בשבוע החולף נהרגו שבעה בני אדם ושמונה מאות תשעים ואחד נפצעו, בהם עשרה באורח קשה, ארבעים ושמונה בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולה מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. מתחילת השנה נהרגו תשעים בני אדם בתאונות דרכים. החשש מפני האזן ההודי במשרד התחבורה פנו למשרד הבריאות כדי לבחון האם נדרש שינוי בהיערכות נתב"ג. מדווחת כתבתנו עינב קרנר. על רקע הגילוי של הזן ההודי בארץ, משרד התחבורה בוחן את ההיערכות בנתב"ג כדי למנוע את התפשטות הזן החדש. ההחלטה צפויה להתקבל בימים הקרובים, ובינתיים נמשכות ההכנות להקמת מתחם בדיקות מחוץ לטרמינל על מנת לתת מענה לביקוש הגבוה לטיסות. מזג האוויר שרב כבד ברוב אזורי הארץ, עומסי חום קיצוניים, ייתכן אובך בדרום. מחר, הקלה קלה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
that now wishes to deny Or will they believe in someone Who never heard the cries say or do to make things change time has a way of passing by so fast and like a fleeting shadow no one will recall the faces of the past me comfort it's all that I have left oh I know that God in heaven won't forget Cham in the AM oh yes God in heaven won't forget Monday morning on this uh, first day of Bahab day 22. In the counting of the Omer, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Hadassah Lieberman, our guest tomorrow, 8 a.m. She's got a brand new book. She'll be calling into JMNAM tomorrow morning here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned in. Live musical extravaganza presented by Mizrahi. Uh, as we continue to laud Mizrahi for leading our way back to Israel, um, someone had to do it. Someone had to jump into the water. Someone had to take the first step. Someone had to take the initiative. Mizrahi, the RZA, the Religious Zionists of America, have done it. And they have a, a mission scheduled for one month from now uh, to Israel, the first one of any mission, of any trip, of any tour. And um, kudos to them. As, as far as we know, it's totally sold out at this point. They are sponsoring our live musical extravaganza, JMNAM Lagba Omer celebration on Friday, April the 30th. And uh, that'll feature, of course, Avram Rosenblum and Aryeh Kunstler and a, an amazing super band and a five-hour special that'll be seen everywhere and enjoyed everywhere, I hope. And again, uh, kudos to Mizrahi. For those of you who uh, want information about their future trips, rza.org, rza.org. And... Um, You could uh, you could go to their specific uh, to their specific page. So make sure I have it right here. I think it's rza.org/journeyhome. Um. Yeah, rza.org/journeyhome. You can uh, see how uh, Mizrahi is reuniting, reconnecting, and celebrating by leading the way back to the Jewish homeland starting Wednesday, May 26th. There's a press release there about their upcoming mission. There's also 
uh, information and a sign-up form for future Journey Home missions. So you could do that and um, and get set for the big trip that's happening on the, uh, well, the first one's happening May 26th, but hopefully get set for the next trip. That'll be uh, opened up and offered by Mizrahi. Cloudy with a few showers and a high temperature of 64. We're at 54 right now here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman, kosher hot dog, sausage, and deli is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954. Available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Don't forget to go to charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Charity.com slash Yatar, Y-A-T-A-R Israel. Uh, they have about eight hours left today of campaign to raise the money for the ATV. Uh, it's an $85,000 ask. They're just under $69,000. So they're way over 80% of their goal. Now we just need everyone to participate. Go to charity.com slash Yatar Israel for more information. And you're listening to a Monday morning broadcast of JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., a.k.a. Pella, had um, Im Lavangarti, before that Nar Hayisi, and before that Ivdu. Here at J.M. and the A.M., opened up the hour with Journeys and the uh, song Memories. Sphere Format Monday as we head back to school and back to work. Hope everybody out there has school and work today. Been rough in certain uh, schools around the world, getting things reopened. On our app, good morning from bus to Albany. Bus to Albany, I thank you. I don't know where the bus to Albany starts from. I don't know if it's a long trip to Albany each morning or a short trip. Those are the folks at bus to Albany. Uh, Boker Tov Me Israel, that's listener Tikva. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Those of you who are inclined to add a very important uh, hour to your week, Become a mentor with Partners in Torah. A uh, An amazing opportunity to not only enhance the... Um, enhance the... Um, how do I put this? The experience uh, and the tradition and heritage of somebody who's thirsty for more knowledge about our people and about our tradition. But in addition to that, It'll be an amazing and incredible addition to your own life. Go to partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org. 
Check out the possibilities of becoming a mentor. You'll be glad you did. Also, you can go to, um, or you can call 1-800-STUDY-42. 1-800-STUDY, the number four, and then the number two. And that would be a uh, another way to get information about becoming a partner, something that we highly recommend. Partnersinterpret.org, 1-800-STUDY-42. Simple as that. More coming up here at JMDM. Nathan Diamond's going to join us. Talk about some of the things that the OU has accomplished. Um, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's coming up later on. We get to speak about some of the things that have been happening in Washington and how the uh, OU has uh, been there. In an amazing fashion, frankly. Also, we'll talk about the Yachad Learnathon, which is coming up. We'll do that later on as well here on a Monday morning at JM in the AM. Want to remind you that our friends at Artscroll have announced, and I noticed that they did an interview at Artscroll.com with Rabbi Krohn, Rabbi Eliezer Krohn. He's got a brand new book, A Woman's Guide to Practical Halacha. A Woman's Guide to Practical Halacha. This is a... Um, a book prepared by Rabbi uh, Eliezer Krohn and reviewed by Rabbi Noach Isaac Elbaum. Uh, it has been released, actually came out earlier than expected, and it's now available. What you do is you go to artscroll.com, you go to A Woman's Guide to Practical Halacha by Rabbi Eliezer Krohn, you make sure to use promo code RADIO, you get your discount, plus, of course, free shipping. You get your discount and free shipping if you use promo code RADIO, and you could use promo code RADIO for any, any, of the uh, amazing and incredible uh, thousands of titles from Art Scroll, any of them, you could use promo code radio. And not only will you get your uh, discount, you get free shipping as well. I don't know what more I could tell you to get you to utilize the artscroll.com website. <laughs> so go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. It's that time of year again, everybody. You know what I mean? It is uh, tax time. Ralph Rosenbaum, who's uh, the New Jersey chairman of our big event coming up next Friday on Logba Omer, reminds everybody that uh, it's about time you went to a firm that does more than taxes. Rosenbaum Financial Services is that firm. Taxes play an integral role in all of life circumstances. They're able to identify planning opportunities based on information within your return. To learn more about Rosenbaum Financial Services, taxcpa2.com. TaxCPA2.com or call 1-800-829-2722, 1-800-829-2722. In addition, all those who email them, uh, they'll send you a no-obligation research on dirty dozen tax scams to watch out for. Just email ralph at taxcpa2.com, ralph at taxcpa2.com, and you will be all set. All right. Lots of good things going on, I'm glad to say. Lots of wonderful things happening in our community. Uh, a bit early for Rabbi Goldwasser, his words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zebinabes of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basravis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in a Mishnah in Perkyavos. Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, Rabbi Eliezer says, Yehi Chavod Chavercha, may the honor of your friend, Chaviv Alecha, be as dear to you, Kishalach as your very own honor. This means that throughout our lives, 
We have to try and always defend the honor of our friends, try to upkeep that honor, and in any way that we can possibly be of benefit to our friends and neighbors, we should try to do it. We also have a pasuk in the Torah, You should love your friend just like you love yourself. This means that there should actually be no difference between our honor and the honor of our friend. Just like I would be upset if someone did not honor me in the correct way, so too I'm upset for my friend if my friend did not receive the correct honor and respect. The Zerashimshin comments that the sign of great Yichus is one who is always concerned about the honor of another person. Two of the greatest personalities in the generation, the great Rabbi Kiva Eger and Rabbi Yaakov Milisa, who was the person who wrote the Nesiv Samishpat, traveled to a certain city to spend Shabbos together. When it came time for the honored Aliyah, Rabbi Kiva Eger was called up. However, as soon as he heard his name called out, Rabbi Kiva Eger fainted. There was a great commotion that broke out. Everybody started saying Tilim. They tried to revive him. They poured water on him to no avail. Rabbi Kiva Eger remained lying on the floor. All of a sudden, the Nesiris HaMishpat approached Rabbi Kiva Eger. He bent down and he whispered something in his ear. Miraculously, when Rabbi Kiva Eger heard this, he regained consciousness and walked over to the Bima to take the Aliyah. The whole tzibur, the whole community was talking about how that Nesivas must have performed some great miracle. They approached him and he said, no miracle at all, no secret words or formula. I understood that Rabbi Kiva Eger fainted because he had great tsar, he had pain in Agmas Nefesh, that he was honored with the Aliyah and not me. I went over, I whispered into his ear that the reason he got the Aliyah is because he is the Rav of a much bigger city, Pozno, and I am only the Rav of Lisa, a very small city. When Rabbi Kiva heard this, that he had only been honored because of his city, his mind was put at ease and he was able to be revived. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
A.M. Believe it or not, that is a sphere of format selection. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That is a completely music-free selection done by A.K.A. Pella. One of their specialties, frankly, here on a J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning. First day of Bahab. Today is day number 22 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 22, if you forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Well, uh, we're just about two months away from Election Day here in New York because obviously the only Election Day that counts is the Democratic primary. I don't have to go into that for people listening around the world, but New Yorkers know exactly what I mean. The election's a couple of months from now, and uh, it's heating up. The campaigns are heating up. And, of course, we generally don't endorse anybody, but it's no secret that the person who's on my phone line is one of my favorite people in the world of government. Uh, David Weprin, who now serves in the uh, 24th Assembly District in New York State, a um, very, very uh, overwhelming victory back in 2010, just to show you how popular he is. He got like uh, 17,000 out of a possible 25,000 votes, and uh, now he's running for New York City controller. Uh, Back in... uh, Back in November, David Weprin announced a, uh, himself as a candidate for the 2021 New York City Controller election. He is um, somebody very familiar to our community, especially to people in Queens and Brooklyn, and frankly, anybody really involved in the community knows David very, very well. 
It's a pleasure to welcome him to JM in the AM. Um, Assemblyman David Weprin, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Nachum. Great to speak to you. Uh, we're really a couple of months away. What's the official primary day? June what? June 22nd. I mean, this is it. We're two months away. And, and, and you know, again, with, without speaking officially, because obviously I mean it unofficially, the only real important uh, election day in the New York City election cycle is Democratic primary day. You, you, you'd agree with that, you know, unofficially, right? Absolutely. Uh, you, you are correct. Uh, I don't even think there will be a Republican uh, in the controller's race. Uh, wow. There will be a Republican in the mayoral race, uh, right. although um, you know, I'm not sure how competitive uh, that Republican will be. But that's the political reality uh, of New York City, that it's the Democratic primary that counts. So, uh, Now, i got to be careful because of our policy with endorsements and all that, but I would love to see someone like you in the position as New York City controller. You have always been there, both for New Yorkers in general and for our community. Uh, you have represented us well. You have never turned down any requests that I'm familiar with uh, in terms of people out there who are in need of some help with something. And frankly, the New York, the, the, the uh, situation in New York City, which many of us are very concerned about, uh, financially, that situation is also something to be concerned about. And that's something that falls directly under the controller's uh, supervision. What can you tell us about what we can expect going forward in a uh, controller weapon administration? Well, one of the things I've been saying uh, everywhere I go is that we're a five-borough city and we should be a five-borough controller's office. And I'm committed. Right now, there's only one controller's office, and that's near City Hall in downtown Manhattan. Right. Uh, not necessarily so accessible to the public uh, in the municipal building. So I'm committed to opening up a, an additional borough office uh, in every borough, uh, and that'll allow um, access uh, to the controller's office uh, in the various boroughs. And I will use those borough offices as economic empowerment zones to help small businesses come back, because, of course, uh, the economy is suffering, uh, and we will have multi-billion-dollar uh, city deficits over the next couple of years because of the devastation uh, due to uh, COVID-19 uh, of small businesses. And I will use those offices to help small businesses uh, with with aid that they might need uh, from the various uh, governmental sources available, but also to um, to try to help uh, small businesses come back. I, I and, and by the way, it would be wonderful to have a citywide official who is concerned about small business as much as the citywide officials seem to be concerned about, you know, the major industries in New York City. Uh, Can we come back? I mean, are there plans that make sense to get the city back on its feet? I don't have to tell you from how many different angles many uh, many of us as city residents are concerned about the future of New York City. But one of those main angles is financially, fiscally. Can we rebound? Uh, absolutely, and uh, we have to rebound, but it's uh, it's going to take a lot of uh, effort, and it's going to take a long time. You know, I believe I have the relevant uh, finance experience to be controller, uh, both public and private sector. I served as uh, chair of the uh, City Council Finance Committee for eight years during two fiscal crises. I came in uh, with Mayor Bloomberg uh, in uh, 2002, and I served for his first two terms. Right. Uh, we had multi-billion dollar deficits. We turned them uh, into surpluses. Um, 
And then we also had the 2008 recession. Uh, and we also had a multi-billion dollar deficit that we turned into a surplus uh, before I left as chair of the Finance Committee at uh, the end of 2009. Uh, I also served in the 1980s uh, as Deputy Superintendent of Banking for New York State, you know, Deputy Commissioner of Banking under Mario Cuomo, uh, and that was in the 80s. And then I went on to a 20-year uh, Wall Street career in municipal finance, uh, and that's all very relevant experience because the uh, controller is in charge of the debt issuance function of the city, the long-term capital plan, uh, as well as uh, investing uh, the pension funds. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the kind of experience uh, we need uh, to be controller, and uh, you're also one of three citywide elected officials, right. uh, and the controller certifies the budget, and the controller signs contracts with the city, and uh, the controller will uh, should be, should go a long way uh, to uh, helping the city come back, and, and I'm committed to do that. David Weprin's with us. He's, of course, uh, Assemblyman in New York State. He's now running for controller two months from now. Uh, you're going to have an opportunity, if you're a New Yorker, to vote for him. Uh, and to um, and to vote for the new controller. You know, your your district as an assemblyman is, is like smack in the middle of Queens. Union Turnpike, I think, literally is like the center of your district, right? And, Correct. But nonetheless, e- even those, it always seems to me that even those areas beyond your district, areas of Queens, number one, have always been very close to you. It seems like even the districts you don't serve uh, uh, have constituents that are very familiar with your work and know what kind of leader you've been in the community. And beyond that, as I said during the intro, I think there are plenty of people in the five boroughs uh, in our community who are familiar with how you've been there for our community. So it's not a stretch to think that somebody who represents one district in Queens can really bring out the vote from Jewish New Yorkers in all five boroughs. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, of course, um, you know, I'm very active uh in the uh, in the Orthodox community, I, I belong to two young Israels, the right. uh, young Israel of Jamaica States and the young Israel of Holliswood. I'm actually equidistant between uh, <laughs> between the two shuls, and uh, you know, uh, have you know, I went to yeshiva. My uh, wife and all my kids uh, went to yeshiva, and I've been very supportive uh, of yeshiva in uh, in aid as much as we uh, are constitutionally permitted. Uh, both uh, at the city level and the state level uh, during my uh, 11 years now in, in the Assembly and my uh, eight years uh, in the City Council. And by the way, you know, and it's no secret that uh, you and your children have spent uh, time in Israel, and, you know, you're obviously uh, very close to the community, uh, to, to put it mildly. Uh, and, uh, and, and not that under normal circumstances I wouldn't encourage it, but I, I really have to encourage people to think uh, before they vote this time around. There are a lot of citywide officials city council members, those who represent the, uh, uh, represent us in the House of Representatives in Washington, uh, who, who are not friends of the community anymore and are replacing people who are friends of the community. We really have to be very active and think carefully about those who we are choosing uh, for positions in New York City. And by the way, with that, that having been said, you have to be impressed by your community. And I mean the entire Queens Jewish community, because we always complain about how our community in New York City is unfortunately a little too inactive when it comes to elections. But you just witnessed recently how the Queens community really came together and got out there very actively uh, to support a candidate that we care about. And that must give you a lot of hope. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I've been saying, and all my opponents have been saying the opposite, is I'm very strongly against this defund the police movement. Uh, I'm very concerned about public safety, and I'm very concerned about uh, the cutback uh, in the headcount uh, in the NYPD. 
And, uh, you know, I'm the only one uh, that's saying that uh, of all the controller candidates. And if uh, crime starts going up, which it already has uh, in many neighborhoods and and gun violence as well, uh, that has a a ripple effect uh, to the entire economy, to the real estate industry. Yep. yep, Uh, yep. You know, and if there's even a perception of public safety, uh, we're going to lose tourism dollars and uh, we're going to lose economic activity. So uh, I've been very strongly... uh, supporting the police and speaking out uh, against defunding the police. That, that there's even a discussion in, a, in an apartment like mine about leaving New York City is disgraceful. That there's even a discussion. I guarantee you in the last 30 years, this has been the only period of time where it's ever happened. So there's even a discussion is, is crazy. And people in our community need to uh, continue to, uh, to feel safe and continue to live here under safe circumstances. And what on earth defunding the police has to do with disciplining uh, police officers who behave improperly. I'll never understand. If anything, I would say fund the police and get more good cops out there. I, I just never understand what the relationship is between the two, and it seems like uh, that uh, th- that theory or, th- or that um, a mantra has dominated over the last few months, and frankly, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Nachum. And, uh, you know, again, uh, these are some of the things I've been saying, uh, mostly on Zoom uh, debates <laughs> and Zoom, uh, you know, forums. By, so, the, way, but, by uh, the way, someone told me that now people who are running for office uh, are falling in love with Zoom because you can meet with three, four groups in one night instead of running around and trying to get to one or two. Well, it does cut back on travel time. Uh, <laughs> I, I was actually in Staten Island yesterday in person. Oh, is that and, uh, funny? That's and, funny. And uh, was at the uh, Young Israel for uh, Mincha and Marv. Nice. Uh, All right. And your, your brother was out of town. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he told me he had a Sunday morning flight. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, David, look, you're amazing. Uh, you know what we how we feel about you. I really hope everybody follows what the Queens Jewish community has been doing. It gets very, very active in this race and all the races that are coming up in two months. And to keep us up to date about what's happening, and good luck with the campaign. And again, I think you are supported by an amazing group of people uh, in your community, the one you serve in your district, and right around it. And I'm hoping that our communities around the five boroughs um, uh, uh, understand that and uh, and uh, come out and vote for an appropriate candidate on uh, on primary day. And I thank, thank you, Nachum, and thank you for your service uh, for so many years, uh, getting the word out. Uh, uh, to the uh, to the Orthodox community uh, through your uh, long t- long time radio uh, program. Appreciate that very much, and good luck. Keep uh, keep pounding the pavement, as they say. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you. I wonder what you say on Zoom. What would you say on Zoom? Keep pounding the pavement. On Zoom, maybe you'd say, "Yeah, keep pounding the mouse. <laughs> keep pounding the mouse. <laughs> keep unmuting. Keep unmuting." <laughs> And to get the message out there. Look, David Weprin, bottom line, everybody, I know that there's, you know, a million different feelings about every public official out there. Bottom line, he's really been there for our community. He really, really has. I mean, you, it, I don't think anybody who's in any position of community service would ever say that he's ever not been there um, uh, to help our community, whether you agree with all his politics or not. And I know there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Albany that some people in our community like, some people don't like. Bottom line is, he's somebody you really should consider strongly, and I thank him for joining us, and he's running for New York City Controller Primary Day, June of 2021, just two months away. More coming up, 11 minutes before 8 o'clock. By the way, tomorrow on this program, tomorrow at 8 a.m., Hadassah Lieberman, who's out with a brand new book, a really cool autobiography. 
You know what's good about this autobiography, by the way? It's, re- it's good for all ages. No joke. Uh, you want to buy your son or daughter something that you think they'll plow through on a Shabbos afternoon and find very interesting in terms of modern Jewish history? Get them Hadassah Lieberman's new book. It's called Hadassah. Get them the book. Uh, but it's for everybody. I mean, it's for all ages. Very impressed with it. And we'll speak to her tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Choir with something called Nigun Simcha here at JM in the AM. Um, am I right? <laughs> yes, but then you heard the Chevra with Ratza. Yeah. So Ratza was the Chevra that wrapped up the hour. Nigun Simcha, the Meshorim Choir, Nimesh Kachech, was done by Bita Chon. 
It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. By the way, our friends at Yatar are, are continuing to climb in terms of their uh, fundraising as we speak. They are over $69,000. They're over 81% of their goal. They're trying to buy an ATV for Talman Ashe. And um, uh, this is, uh, again, in honored memory of Esther Horgan. Uh, they are preventing terror attacks, meaning the folks at Yatar Israel are preventing terror attacks all over Israel. Um, and we are uh, helping them raise this money for their latest ATV. Uh, those of you who want to help out, and I've spoke to a bunch of people over the weekend who did help out, which is really cool. Uh, charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Charity with a D. Charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Also, Yatar Israel is one of the sponsors of our big event next week. JMDM Live, Lagba Omer Musical Extravaganza with Avram Rosenblum and the Diasperados, Friday, April 30th, a five-hour adventure, which will be seen and heard around the world. Uh, those of you who want to sponsor and be there, it's happening at the Art Scroll Studios in Rahway, New Jersey, so you'll be invited down there to spend the morning with us if you want to be part of this, uh, what we are calling a diaspora event. Um, then go to um, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. You'll see under sponsorship opportunities a $500 sponsorship for attending the event. We appreciate all the support, and um, yeah, for those of you who are diaspora fans, money well spent keeps us going and uh, helps us present amazing live music extravaganzas like the one we're having next week. It's all brought to you by Mizrahi, by the way. Mizrahi is the presenting sponsor, and I want to thank them, and I remind you that Mizrahi is heading to Israel the 26th of May. If you're interested in joining one of their future missions, go to rza.org slash journey home, rza.org slash journey home. You'll be glad you did. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net. Um, use promo code radio. Simple as that. Just use promo code radio. Get into the habit of using promo code radio. It's a good idea. Uh, A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. Uh, also, I remind you that our friends at ShopEichlers.com have everything you can imagine in the world of Judaica under one roof on a website they call ShopEichlers.com, the world's largest Judaica store online. Uh, they also have same-day delivery, free same-day delivery, to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. If you're So if you're desperate for some, uh, oh, I don't know, for a gift uh, or a Judaica or tzitzis or yarmulkes or books or a children's gift or a silver and about 4,000 other categories, uh, you can get it same day if you contact shopiclers.com. Check them out. On the web, shopiclose.com, proud sponsor of the Nahum Siegel Network. Monday morning broadcast as we head back to school, back to work, day 22 in the counting of the Omer, first day of Bahab. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored 
Digital Radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Is this brand new from Benny Friedman? Yes. Ya da 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 da
Yaakov Lechu Benelcha. Sarah, I 
J.M. in the A.M. Leif Tahar. Yamamai. Achenu from Cole uh, Zimra, 613 at Lo That was Cole Zimra and Benny Freeman, brand new with Bill Vovey. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M., day 22 in the counting of the Omer. Forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. On the next live edition of the Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten will talk about the latest proposal to get Israel out of the endless election loop. With the start of Ramadan, a clear eyes and open brazen Arab violence against Jews in Yerushalayim and Yafo has happened. Mayor Milim will explore the different ways to call us stubborn. The sphere of format Israeli music mix will include new music from Yehoram Gaon. All happening uh, this morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time in a brand new live edition of the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Make sure to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com. Slash the Israel Show, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Nice. Todaraba Meir. Mizrahi of America presents our big event coming up, the live music extravaganza on Lagba Omer morning. Um, a big thank you to Mizrahi for information about their tours and heading back to Israel. It's the RZA.org slash journey home. RZA.org slash journey home. That is the website. Our event coming up on Log Bomer morning, Friday, April 30th. want to thank um, Steve Adelsberg, our chairman. want to thank Ralph Rosenbaum, our New Jersey chair. want to thank all of our sponsors. want to thank Mizrahi, of course. want to thank Yatar. Yatar, as you know, is short for the ATV unit in Hebrew. It's the only volunteer-based anti-terror unit under the command of the IDF and the Border Patrol. And right now, they're trying to raise money for an ATV um, in honored memory of uh, Esther Horgan. And the ATV will be for the Talmanashe area. They're almost at 70,000. The goal is 85,000. They are almost at 70,000, just under 70,000. Um, information, charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Charity with a D. Charity.com slash Yatar, Y-A-T-A-R, Israel. Be as generous as possible. want to remind everybody that on uh, April 27th, which is a week from tomorrow, there'll be an evening of inspiration dedicated to the memory of Rabbi Fabian Schoenfeld, uh, Rabbi Noah Isaac Elbaum, Rabbi Eitan Feiner, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Chaim Schwartz will all be speaking. It'll be moderated by Rabbi Zavol Perlman, coordinator of Jewish affairs at Margaret Teets. It's presented and sponsored by the Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehab Center, and it'll be streamed on margaretteets.org, margaretteets.org. Uh, and that happens a week from tomorrow night. We'll have more information as we get closer. That is a really beautiful event in memory of uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld. More coming up. It's a Monday. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. 
JM in the AM, Sphera Format Monday, day 22 in the counting of the Omer. There's a lot to thank uh, the OU Advocacy Center for. There's a lot to thank uh, Nathan Diamond for. He is the executive director of the Orthodox Union Advocacy Center, and he's not appearing this morning to get a thank you. He's appearing this morning to update us on a whole bunch of stuff that's going on in Washington and therefore, of course, in New York and around the world. But I will add words of thanks because uh, you'll see from this conversation that there is a lot that the OU OU Advocacy Center is doing as they represent our community in the nation's capital. Nathan Diamond, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hi, good morning, Nathan. Great to be with you, and uh, thank you for your very kind words. A hundred percent, and it's funny because um, recently, during this period of time, we as regular lay people have really gotten a sense of just how much practical, um, uh, how many practical things uh, you're undertaking in Washington, just how many of them have become successful. And we'll get into some of those in a moment. I want to start, if we can, with the uh, letter. You know, a lot of us were very frustrated, to say the least, when um, the Biden administration decided to uh, send $235 million in aid to the PA and other entities that support the Palestinians. 
And I know that all of us should be, you know, in touch with our officials in Washington, including the White House, when things are done that uh, disturb us. But uh, I, w- I must say, the OU, uh, both in terms of an organization and in terms of representing us, um, jumped on this immediately. An April 9th letter, an April 9th letter signed by uh, officials of the OU, including yourself, to the uh, Secretary of State of the United States, Secretary Blinken, expressing the dissatisfaction about the recent decision to send $235 million in aid to the PA. And, of course, the OU is not against humanitarian aid, obviously, but we question how that aid is utilized. I'm curious. I mean, you know, you know this better than anybody. Do do you get reaction from letters like this? Anybody in the State Department have anything to say to you and or the OU when you express on behalf of the community uh, the um, objection to what the White House has done? Um, So we we will be – we are expecting to have a response from them um, before the end of the month. Um, we have, we have some conversations, some follow-up conversations scheduled. Um, so, uh, you know, that, it, 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 that's good in the sense that they are open to talking. Right. Um, the other thing that's going on in this issue, um, is that a number of, um, a number of senators and congressmen, uh, in this, in this case, Republicans, uh, have engaged, um, and uh, and have also raised similar concerns with the administration. Um, in fact, the ranking Republican on the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee, Senator Risch from Idaho, um, has been able to actually do some things, even though he's not the chairman of the committee, he's been able to do some things to uh, delay the actual... Um, the actual uh, handing over of these funds. So, um, you wow. know that that frankly is more. Yeah. I was just more impact- yeah, getting the, get, more getting impactful than a letter from the OU. Right. Um, so, <laughs> Good point. So, getting, but getting the payment suspended, which I'd have to assume that advocates <laughs> like you, you know, and all the pressure you put on Washington officials has helped in that way. Getting it suspended for a while or postponed is is significant. I would say. Yes. Yes. So, so the conversations are ongoing and, um, you know, in a, in a certain sense, you know, it's hard to say what's worse here. Um, you know, the fact that the funding is going to go to the Palestinian authority without them having taken steps, um, you know, that they need to take or that funding is going to start going to the UN relief works agency, right. uh, which is traditionally a vehicle you know, which is meant to serve the humanitarian needs, and there are real needs of Palestinians. But um, UNRWA, as it's known, has a documented record of just terrible uh, anti-Israel bias, anti-Semitism. You know, that's been documented. That's been documented by the United States government itself. Right. Um, so you know what we pointed out was. You know, to the State Department, I mean, nothing they didn't know already, but like, hey, you know, the State Department itself realizes that UNRWA is a problem. Don't you think you should, you know, at least leverage the money to get them to act in a better way? Right. Well, as we always say, it pays to speak up. But in this case, again, it may not be uh, the full result that many of us would like, but it certainly 
uh, is nice to see that it seems that they're taking it seriously and are thinking twice about releasing that uh, money on time. Nathan Diamond's with us, uh, OU Advocacy Center. Now, it, it, it seems like, again, as I said in the intro, it seems like there's been a lot that the average person has noticed in terms of victories from Washington. I don't know if this is only because of COVID or if you would argue that, you know, in 2021, because of all the pressure put on for so many years, uh, you know, not-for-profit uh, private institutions as opposed to public schools, uh, synagogues and religious institutions in general are simply enjoying, you know, more of a uh, of being paid attention to in Washington. Let's start with the COVID relief funds. There have been uh, funds that have been specially designated for schools and synagogues and the Jewish community specifically, and in that case, specifically for day schools as well. What can you tell us about money that is designated for um, for uh, infrastructure in our own community and specifically for Orthodox day schools? Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, yes, I'm sure all your listeners have noticed that um, there's been a lot of action uh, in Washington. I mean, it started actually last year in response to the COVID pandemic. The Congress... And, and, and previously the Trump administration and now the Biden administration is, is forcefully and aggressively responding both to confront the health crisis and also to try to keep the economy you know, afloat. Um, and, and they have recognized that the nonprofit sector in general and the Jewish community as part Jewish community institutions as part of that are, are critical. I mean, nonprofits in this country, it's estimated of all kinds, employ about 10 percent wow. uh, of the workers in this country. Interesting. Um, so that's, that's a significant share of the economy. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, I think, uh, you, you know, part of also what's changed with regard to the religious communities, whether it's the Jewish community or the Catholics or others, is that um, you know, for many years the attitude in uh, you know, I would say, you know, liberal democratic circles was, no, there's no way that government should be providing any support for religious institutions. It's right. unconstitutional, et cetera. And, uh, you know, we, we've been part of a movement for decades with, with partners to, to, to reset that. Um, I think rightly reset it because the First Amendment of the Constitution actually does not say you can't support religious institutions. It says, essentially, you can't favor support for religious institutions or a particular religion over others. Right. So if government, you know, especially if it's responding to a disaster, whether it's a health crisis like we have now or a hurricane or an earthquake, the, the religious communities should not be left behind. And, and that's the message that, frankly has not met resistance. The Democrats have been on board with that across the board. They understand the important role that that, that our institutions play and, and other ways as well. And so uh, specifically with regard to schools, um, you know, now with the, with the in, in very close partnership, frankly, with, with Senator Schumer, who's in an incredible role now as the Senate Majority Leader, in both the December relief package and then again in the March package, which is known as the Rescue Plan, um, in each package, two and three quarter billion dollars was set aside to help non-public schools, including Jewish day schools, with their COVID relief expenses. Um, and uh, the, the the money the money for the March package hasn't even gone out yet. The, right. the, the December the December money is starting to go out, and and thank God, you know, 
schools in our communities which have incurred, you know, six six figure six figure you know uh, expenses and more, sure, um, are starting to get reimbursed for those expenses. Um, and, and thankfully it'll be helpful. So I have a, a Nathan diamonds with us. I have a list in front of me. Obviously you're familiar with this list of different things, actions that have happened recently. So the COVID relief for schools, schools in the Jewish community, plus the reintroduction of the work opportunities and resources to keep not-for-profit organizations well act, um, and the not-for-profit security grant program. Are those all COVID related or the security one has nothing to do with COVID? No, no. So the security one is, is is a program we've you know we initiated back in 2005. Um, you know that provides security grants to schools and schools and others. And so the so the other two are COVID related and have specifically been in, implemented because of COVID, right? Well, they have the, the the other two, the energy bill and the what's now known as the Work Now Act, um, have not been passed yet. Uh, um, we're working we're working now. Got it. Um, to get those passed, um, the the second one, the Work Now Act relates to what I said earlier. Right. We we introduced it last year, but it wasn't passed. Um, that, that that's led by Senator Amy Klobuchar. By the way, was um, that was that an eye opener when when you revealed to our government officials that ten percent of the workforce is working for not for profits? Because frankly, I could see people changing their minds about it if they realize how many people are employed in this country under the not for profit yeah. umbrella. Yeah, uh, no, no, that 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 was definitely news. To, 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 to some it's funny um, and yeah so, so the work now act is, is is an initiative in that regard because one of the interesting things in the nonprofit sector is that um, in a crisis like like we've had for the past year you know nonprofits have been hurt by on the income side right, right. charitable sure. donations are down people a lot of people have less money to give to charity etc. But on the other hand, especially the social welfare nonprofits um, that serve, you know, the poor or serve the elderly or, or others in need, their demand for services is higher than ever in the middle of a crisis. Right. Um, so nonprofits would actually be hiring people if they had the resources to do it. Um, again, particularly the social welfare nonprofits, of which there are plenty in the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this Work Now bill is is designed to to specifically provide some federal aid to charitable nonprofits um, to help them hire people to serve these needs. You think it'll pass? Uh, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to fold it into the, uh, the, the infrastructure package mm-hmm. that is being talked about now. There's a whole debate going on now in Washington about what is the definition of infrastructure. It's yeah. almost a town. Almost a Talmudic debate, and it's been uh, a very, and it's been a very, very broad, a very broad description. Yeah, so you know, Republic. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I will put it in partisan terms. Republicans are basically saying infrastructure is roads, bridges, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles. Right. Um, and and Joe Biden and the Democrats are saying no, it's also broadband, it's also um, water systems, but it's all, they want to also say there's a human component to infrastructure, right. um, which which is which you know, which is job training and and education and and various other pieces, and and this would be part of that. We're, we're not the OU is not going to take an official position on how you define infrastructure, but <laughs> we're, we're going to try to we're going to try to get the community's needs served, uh, you know, in this package. Uh, Nathan Diamond's with us um, now. It, there's a note here that says that our listeners can actually take action. 
and help with these efforts. Um, there's an action alert. Now, what do people do? They just go to your website, and if they fill out the action alert, that ends up, you know, helping in yes. terms. How, how does that work? So right, so right now, the action alert. Um, if, if they go to advocacy.ou.org, um, they'll see they'll see it there, and it's very easy to click on. Right now, what we're asking people to help with is actually on the security grant program funds. Right. Because um, we're, we're right. You know, the, the way this cycle works is. Um, so, so this year, $180 million in security grants was available. The applications actually just closed in most states last week. Um, so your schools and shoals have put in their applications, and hopefully um, by, by uh, you know, mid to late summer, they'll, they'll get their security money. But now is the time we actually have to start working to get Congress to allocate the funds for next year. Um, and, and we're actually looking to double the money. I mean, sadly, the security needs, in our community are only, uh, and others are only increasing. Right. <laughs> um, so we're looking to get to double it to $360 million. And there's a bipartisan letter in the House right now led by Congressman Pascrell, Democrat of New Jersey, and Congressman Katko, Republican of New York, um, in which we're trying to get as many members of Congress as possible to sign on, urging um, the, the appropriators, you know, who decide the funding levels, um, to fund it at three hundred sixty million dollars. So if your folks go, if listeners go to advocacy.ou.org, they'll see the link. They click on it's just a few clicks, and uh, and you fill in your you know your name, your address. It'll generate automatically who your congressman or congresswoman is, and a letter will go to their office, and that would be very helpful uh, to keeping our our shoals and schools and other institutions um, safe and secure. Help with the not-for-profit security grant program. Uh, listeners can take action by visiting advocacy.org, excuse me, advocacy.ou.org. Again, advocacy.ou.org. And uh, you'll see there how you can um, uh, be part of uh, literally a, uh, a nationwide effort uh, to help with the not for profit security grant program. We should also mention, Nathan, before I let you go, we should also mention that in addition to everything we discussed this morning, all the COVID relief for our community, the security grant program that we just discussed, the Energy Efficiency Act that has uh, that that hopefully will be a big, big help to our community, our schools and synagogues specifically. The OU has been out there, your department specifically, on so many of the um, uh, provisions that have been offered and have been worked on in Washington for general uh, for the for every community around the country, uh, which obviously helps ours as well, and that includes the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, the uh, federal child tax credit, the extended unemployment insurance, the COVID vaccine distribution funding, food assistance funding, vaccine distribution, and COVID nineteen testing funding. I mean, you're, you you guys have had one gigantic plate of issues to deal with during this crisis, and uh, you've been there really for the general public. Obviously, we benefit from that, and for our community, our specific community needs as well. And we thank you for that. No, th- thank you. Look, the, the OU, you know, is is uh, is is a leading organization for our community. Uh, OU advocacy is part of that, um, and and it's really you know the leadership of the OU and the OU community as a whole um, has 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 built the OU into um, you know a force for good uh, in our community through the wor- work it does, and obviously in Kashras and NCSY. Um, and working with our shoals, but we we have we have an Achrayas to, uh, to to work in the in the in the public policy advocacy sphere as well, and 
and the OU leadership and, and all, the, all the shoals and schools that, that partner with us, you know, are integral to our ability to be able to, uh, to do this work. Yeah, well, you do it really well, and it's much appreciated. And just to, uh, getting back to our first uh, topic from this conversation uh, before we wrap up, it, it, we should remember, and I'm sure you think about this often because uh, you're sort of that in-between generation like I am, we should remember that there was not always a time in American history when secretaries of state would sit down and take uh, a, um, a complaint or a, um, a proposal from the Orthodox community or the Jewish community in general seriously. And the fact that you're going to be able to meet with State Department officials this month about the PA funding and probably a million other issues as well, I think is really important to remember in the context of Jewish history. Yeah, look, and, and, and what's also interesting about it, to be, to be really fair, is Secretary of State Blinken um, has a very interesting personal story. Um, and and if, you're, if your listeners want to, if you go and look at the, uh, the message that he posted um, last week for Yom HaShoah, huh. um, he, has a, he has a personal story. His stepfather um, is a Holocaust survivor. Um, and had a very personal experience about hiding from the Nazis and being rescued by American troops. So, um, and, and, and Secretary of State Blinken is, you should go and watch his statement. It's obviously very personal for him. We, we, we may well have disagreements about specific policies like this particular one, but, um, you know, he, he, he is, as an, and I've known him for a number of years, from prior to his being in this position, he's a longtime foreign policy advisor to Joe Biden when he was in, when Biden was in the Senate and then when he was vice president. Um, uh, Tony Blinken is well known to Jewish organizational leadership, although he might not be as well known to the community at large. And uh, he is he is very much um, proud of his his Jewish community connection, mindful of it. Again, that doesn't mean we will agree right. on every single thing. Sure. But um, but uh, that that's important for for your listeners to be aware of in terms of the person uh, in this role. I'm glad you mentioned that. Nathan Diamond, Executive Director of Public Policy at the OU, the Orthodox Union Advocacy Center. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's always wonderful to be with you, Nachum. Appreciate that. Monday morning broadcast, you're listening to JM in the AM. And a reminder, coming up at 9 a.m. this morning, it's the next Live edition of The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Mayor coming off an amazing, stellar performance during the Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmut specials. Today he'll speak about the latest proposal to get Israel out of the endless election loop. He'll talk about the start of Ramadan with a clear rise in open, brazen Arab violence against Jews in Jerusalem and Yafo. He'll have a Mayor Milim segment exploring the different ways to call us stubborn. And the Sphere format Israeli music mix will include brand new music from Yoram Gaon. All coming up starting at 9 a.m., Eastern Time, 10 minutes from now right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Don't forget to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. You're listening to JM in the AM.
In the AM. Woo! Eitz Chayim. That's AKA Pella here at JM in the AM. Boy, oh boy. How many of you are aware of the fact that we are, what's 30 minus 19? 11 days away. We are 11 days away. How many of you are aware of the fact that we are 11 days away? From the amazing and incredible Lagba Omer musical Extravaganza. Avram Rosenblum, Diasperados. Friday, April 30th, Lagba Omer from 6 to 11 a.m. Um, half the show is going to be their music. I mean, once we hit the 7.15, 7.30 mark and they start, half the show is going to be their music. I mean, they'll do at least three, four massive sets. So we're talking about really, really worthwhile to watch from around the world. Friday, April 30th, five-hour special. You'll see the whole thing on the Facebook Live, Instagram Live, NahumSiegel.com. Obviously, you'll hear it all on the app, uh, on our website, the app, the phone line. I mean, all brought to you by Mizrahi, RZA. Go to rza.org slash journeyhome, rza.org slash journeyhome. Big thank you to Yatar. Yatar is sponsoring the event. Don't forget to go to the Yatar website, charity.com slash Yatar Israel. 
charity with a D, charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Give generously for their ATV campaign. As it seems a lot of people have. Boy, they are they're doing well that campaign. <laughs> Looks like they're about to hit their goal, frankly. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Just just do it. Just do it. Be part of this uh, incredible Logbo Omer special. By the way, if you want to be at the Logbo Omer special, and a lot of people do, uh, you could sponsor the event. We have sponsors who are not full sponsors, who are not chair people like uh, Steve Adelsberg and Ralph Rosenbaum. We have sponsors that are coming. It's a $500 sponsorship to be there for the full day, minion, breakfast, beautiful setup. Um... I mean, full day. It's it's six to eleven. You could you could choose when during that time you want to be there. Um, in Rahway, New Jersey, at the Art Scroll Studios. Go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on sponsorship opportunities and join us. And we'd love if you'd sponsor the event. It's a this event is a really important fundraiser for us at a really important time of the year, and we haven't sent out one fundraising letter in half a year. So. We haven't even bothered our regular listeners yet. So please, if you can, be a sponsor, fjbunity.org. Click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and we thank you. Mayor Weingarten is coming up, a new edition of The Israel Show. He's got a bunch of whole, a whole bunch of stuff that he'll be doing <laughs> coming up here right after, right after JM in the AM. So we'll have that for you, and obviously tomorrow morning we're back. If you don't get our newsletter, if you don't get our weekly newsletter, if you don't get our daily thread, just write to Avrami and let him know, af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. Let Avrami know if you don't get it. This way you'll be up to date on everything going on here, which we'd prefer, we'd love. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and Alchem Single, I come on the Alchem Single Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is next. Then Yoni Pollock with after further review. Jake Novak, please God, will be returning to our schedule. Uh, not today, but he will be returning hopefully soon to our schedule. Just working things out with his. Um, with his schedule, but hopefully he'll join us and rejoin us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. and I hope you'll join us. Have a fabulous Monday! Until tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future. Mm-hmm.